Many fans of the musical Into the Woods just got their wish. The show is a mashup of Grimm's fairy tales that's both silly and serious, and a limited run of the production in New York last spring has now been moved to Broadway. It's getting rave reviews and playing to sold-out houses. Jeff London says it's a different kind of production, though. Fresh off their Pulitzer Prize-winning musical Sunday in the Park with George, composer-lyricist Stephen Sondheim and librettist James Lapine wanted to write a new show together and landed on the idea of taking various fairy tales, Cinderella, Little Red Riding Hood, Jack and the Beanstalk among them, and mixing them all together with their own story of a childless baker and his wife. Once upon a time... That's from the original 1987 cast album. Sondheim explained the importance of that moment in a video he recorded for Music Theatre International, the company that licenses productions of the show. The show opens with the words I wish and closes with the words I wish. And this isn't just because they're fairy tale languages, but in fact what the show is about is about a group of people who have various wishes. And during the course of the show, they get their wishes, but in so doing, upset the natural order of things and have to pay for it in the second act, become a community, submerge their individual wishes into a community wish, and thereby save the world, so to speak. The show is probably Sondheim's most popular musical. It ran for two years originally, was taped for PBS, has been revived on Broadway, is performed in professional and community theaters and schools around the world, and was turned into a Disney film. Part of what is glorious about it is you can come to it at many different stages in your life and enjoy it, right? And, and also notice different things about it based on where you are. That's Lyra de Bessonet, who's directed the revival. She says she listened to the cast album as a kid growing up in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And in the darkest days of the pandemic, she found herself thinking about one particular lyric after she put her three-year-old son to bed. How do you ignore all the wolves, all the lies, the false hopes, the goodbyes, the reverses, all the wondering what even worse is still in store? And the precision of the emotional and spiritual insight of that question. So she reached out to Stephen Sondheim and James Lapine with her own question. And basically I said, whenever theater is back, whether we come back in six months or in five years, the first thing I want to do when we're back in a theater is direct into the woods. And they said yes. It's your first big decision. The choice isn't easy to make. To arrive at a ball is exciting and all once you're there, though it's scary. Rob Berman is music director of the production, which was initially presented just five months after Sondheim's death. It really feels like we're doing an American classic. And to do it, you know... So soon after Steve passed away, it feels so meaningful. It began as part of the Encore series at City Center, which puts on concert versions of musicals. The orchestra is on stage, and there are very few scenic elements, something director Lear de Bessonet has retained for Broadway. And in a sense, the gift of stripping away fancy stage mechanics and making it just about these words these people and their communion with the audience. You know, that's the center of our production, and I think it's part of what people have loved about it. 
Pop star Sarah Bareilles, who plays the baker's wife, says she feels the love coming from the audience. You've changed. You're thriving. There's something about the woods. Our audiences are chock full every performance. It's like a rock concert every night. We really get the sense that we're giving these audiences something they really, really want and they really need right now. Joshua Henry, who plays Rapunzel's Prince and has starred on Broadway in Carousel and Hamilton, says some members of the audience know every lyric and line. But more important, they relate to the characters. I think a show like this that has so many complex characters that talk about the human experience. I mean, I don't feel like there's one emotion or one experience that humans don't experience that is not in this show. Like the comical agony he and his brother, Cinderella's prince, feel over their hard-to-get loves. Agony, far more painful than yours, when you know she would go with you. If there only were doors. In the second act of the show, the characters face the existential threat of a giant who creates chaos in the kingdom and several main characters die. In 1987, it was a metaphor for AIDS. The 2002 revival opened shortly after 9-11, and now this revival comes after more than a million Americans have died of COVID. Music director Rob Berman says part of what makes the show continue to work is how, like fairy tales with their archetypal characters, it's all about interpretation. In the show, the giant is just the giant. But us as an audience and as humans, we take it to these other places that make it meaningful and and we connect to it to things that are going on in in real life. Joshua Henry says even though Stephen Sondheim isn't around, his spirit is. And his collaborator, James Lapine, wrote the cast a letter for opening night. And put it backstage and said that this version of the production specifically is one that Steve would be immensely, immensely proud of. He would be so surprised and proud of it. So hearing him say that was like, woof, you know, really hits you. And for those who can't catch the limited run of Into the Woods on Broadway, a new cast recording was made this week and will be available to stream in September. Wishes do come true. For NPR News, I'm Jeff London in New York.